This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the the biggest biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. Good morning, good day, and happy June to one and all. Summer is right around the corner. The days are getting longer. The weather is warmer. And we are here to keep clean slate season with all of its good vibes rolling here on Breaking Boston with your old pals Fitzy GFY and Jumbo Hart with a very special crossover spectacular. That's right. It's a multiverse of sports news, opinions, and more today because we are bringing the good vibes from Foxborough and everything we do on the Six Rings and Football Things podcast to you today. OTAs are back in session down in Foxborough, and our very own Andy Hart was there yesterday. And Andy, if I'm not mistaken, I got a general feeling through my interwebs, my Twitterverse, and more, that yesterday was a largely positive, well-received, and, well, I'll stop short of saying joyful day because, you know, Bill Belichick was at a podium, so... Joy doesn't usually emanate from whatever Lord Belichick speaks from his from his podium. But uh, it seemed like everybody was in a pretty good frame of mind. And this hitting of the reset button, the the new figures down there, the great weather and everything made for what was largely a positive day following the cancellation of these OTAs, the optional or organized team activities. Yeah, once you got past Bill doing his usual looking forward to get out there, that's in the past, looking forward to get out there, that's in the past yeah. for the OTAs, and even making a little joke uh, about it, making oh. for a long weekend for the players. Bill was doing a tight five, OTAs huh? OTAs removed, so even, I would, yeah, I would say for him, yeah, he, he even uh-huh. walked in, so there's a new media workroom at Gillette, which is sort of longer and more narrow than the the other one, and the cameras are further, and you came in he's like hey new digs guys and he waved to the cameras in the far off distance it was there was a little jocularity there and he did he stuck to the he took responsibility for it said it was you know three meetings basically during phase two and whatever that's in the past but yeah once that was moved on from the weather the mac jones performance the mac jones press conference the observation of like pieces falling into place like you kind of shook it and oh look joe judge is working with the special teamers again that seems to be a better fit and bill o'brien really seems to have things under control with the quarterbacks and receivers and oh my you know i'm not big into the stats of otas and mini camps and things like that but 
Mac Jones throws the ball and the guy who's supposed to catch it seems to be in the right spot and he kind of catches it. And wow, Tyquan Thornton looks like he knows what he's doing and he's running fast. There was just an air of newness and freshness. And that's a good thing. That's what this team needed. Now, it's not unexpected. Like you go into Mm -hmm. these things with optimism generally, right? Like it's a new year and everybody believes they can be great and all those sort of cliches, but it's good to actually see it out there and see Mac with a smile on his face, having fun, like the whole juxtaposition to the dysfunction of a year ago. Yeah, it's um, almost sort of like I've heard people refer to it as hitting the reset button. I've called it the red shirt season last year. Others have said they're taking a mulligan for the the golfer, the hackers term. And you can hit that drive into the woods and think, and that was 2022, pretty much for all Patriots fans, all players, especially Mac Jones and Bill Belichick. You can hit that drive into the woods and feel absolutely miserable. Then you can go get a new ball and you can tee it up and you can strike another one and hit it just scorching down the middle of the fairway. And you're in the best mood and the best frame of mind and life carries on. And you got a chance maybe to even save par on this hole now. So. And maybe even like you went into the woods looking for your crappy cheap ball because, you know, you suck. So you didn't buy good balls. And you're like, hey. This is a Titleist Pro V1. It's not mine, but I'm picking it up. Away. And I'm start wow. The next hole Look with it, baby. And I, was, and, I, and I was hitting a Pong before. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so it, <laughs> all right. So that, so it doesn't seem like um, I'm off base in saying like there was a, a feeling of uh, renewal, good vibes. We won't, we'll stop short of a rebirth. Like everybody nope. was very happy. Um, but, but what's the big takeaway from Bill? I heard some folks saying like they don't like Bill cracking jokes. He should be more serious about what happened. Oh, for Christ's sake! Come on, get over yourselves, losers! <laughs> wow, coming from Andy, far from the far from the greatest Belichick defender uh, these days. Yeah. I mean, what more are we supposed to make? So Joe Judge, Hardo Supreme, sticks around twenty minutes <sighs> too long for a special teams meeting. The Patriots, some say flagrantly, others, you know, if this is what we're going to make of it, we're not talking about the Patriots running a padded practice for an additional two hours and running wildly afoul of the NFL's rules and regulations, which can either be videotaped and submitted to the league or self-reported by someone, but to the NFL PA, I mean, it's such a minor violation, if you will, but it is a lot is made of it because well, Patriots. And then it turns into like, here we go. Another scandal. The Patriots are only trying now because we know they're trying to cheat again. I mean, it didn't sound like anyone really wanted to hold Bill's feet to the fire on this one. He owned it, but of course it was a, I heard, I did hear a lot of like, I'm just looking forward to getting them out there today and, you know, just, you know, having a day and whatever, let's move on. Yeah. Yeah, no. And it isn't that big a deal in the grand scheme of things. And even Matthew Slater talking after the workout said, you know, I, I don't believe we're, we're an organization that, you know, tries to break the rules. And he goes, I know people are going to be like, Oh, and bring up all kinds of other things. He's like, and those are different situations, but he doesn't believe like they're just brazenly, you know, throwing a middle bird up to the the rules in the league. And remember, he is mm-hmm. heavily involved and was in the PA. He said he's more of a liaison now. He's no longer the representative, but he is a player's first kind of guy like he and we'll get into later talking about some of his mm-hmm. thoughts on the kickoff rules and other things. But he's a guy that is part of the process of the collectively bargained agreements between the players and the league and what money and what rules and every he's he's at this and he he really sort of diminished the the um 
the grievance or whatever you'd call it. And they did uh, just for factual references, there was, um, I think it was Andy Studebaker, a former special teamer with the Eagles who was there as a representative to keep an eye on the practice mm-hmm. for the NFLPA. So you now have right. eyes on you, like, you know, it's like parents, you know, once you see a kid do something that you know is wrong and you see them going in that direction again, you, you stop for a second and you watch to make sure they're not going to do the same thing over and over again. But no, I, I, like, I don't know how you could have gone to that workout and Belichick's press conference. I had no problem with the way he handled it. It's expected. I don't, I really don't know what people want to say. Like, do they really want him to detail? Well, see, we sat down and talked about this and then Joe did this. And then I said this, and then we wrote a schedule and then we used a clock, but we, the clock was off a little bit like, okay, you screwed up. You took your punishment, move on. Um, You know, I thought it was the most, I thought the most interesting phrase from Bill had nothing to do with any of that. It's him laying the foundation, what takes Mm -hmm. place on the field, which we know is, you know, non-competitive, non-padded. It's like the foundation of where you're going to be moving forward in mini camp and then training camp. And he said, it's not about stars and it's not about starters. Hmm. And I just found that interesting, sort of that basis, because I, I was going to say, they, they, they they, he says that now because they don't have any stars. Right. And, and that's getting back to your roots of where these Patriots were built 20 plus years ago, right? Like the Kmart value free agents that went on to be Really, like mm-hmm. Mike Vrabel was a nobody until he was a somebody. He was not a star. He was not a starter, but he became something. And I think laying that foundation for this team in this year and this part of the process um, was important. But to me, the biggest story, the biggest is is Mac. Is just simply the way Mac handled himself. Um, the way Mac talked about trust was a key word he used a number of times talking about his relationship with Bill O'Brien, which I think you can take. A couple ways it can be simple okay new relationship Mm -hmm. new boss need to build trust or you can read into it does he mean he didn't have trust in the relationship with the last guy matt patricia was there a lack of trust there that he's he learned from and moves forward he did talk about learning from last year not just you know the clean slate idea that bill o'brien brought up earlier in the spring it doesn't seem like like Mac Jones completely agrees with that. He's more of, no, I, that was there. I have to learn from that. That was a part of my career and my So he's still wearing that. He's he's still rather, he still Um, owns it. Yeah. And, and he, he talked about like his development isn't this year, last year, rookie year, college. It's his entire life. Like, as he said, the NFL is the hardest league on the planet. Like you're always working to be better, to, to find who you are completely and then I, I thought from his press conference, the most interesting thing was <clears throat> I'm going to work to earn the respect of everybody in this, rebuild the respect of everybody in this building, like sort of an acknowledgement that maybe some respect was lost. And we've had the debate of Bill Belichick. Was he mad at him? You know, Tom Curran said mm-hmm. Mac Jones made an enemy of Bill Belichick, like those things. I think his acknowledgement of that is good. Like, don't whistle past the graveyard. It is what it is. It was what it was take it head on so i was you know i'm gonna get i our homer it was day one in shorts and t-shirts i don't think mac jones could have handled yesterday any better on the field 
you of his, all people are not going to get labeled the Homer, good. the Patriots defender, the wall defender, the super fan, the hoodie footy pajama guy. That's my lane. That's the area that I usually traffic in, which is, of course, why I just blogged up for WEI.com how happy I was to read that Sports Illustrated in their 100 bold predictions for the 2023 season Stupid. <laughs> at number three has the Patriots. <gasps> winning the AFC East. I like it. My hype train may be a little more a little a little more dangerous Dumb. than your James Robinson hype train. I know. Do I know also what year I, it is? I believe so, yes. Well, I, listen, if you if you also it's is it's Sports still Illustrated a still a thing. I don't know if don't anyone actually who, gets who it what people Sports Illustrated subscribe is. to it. No one gets the newspaper anymore. Yeah, you can. Can you? Can, no, yes. I don't think there's even a printed print edition. I guarantee you right no, now. Go no book a flight edition. right now. Go fly somewhere this morning. Okay, make your way to the airport. There'll be a new stand up front. I don't know. Just get out of here. Would you? Do that? And then take a vacation. Yeah, there is. No, of course there no is. Print edition of right there up front. Connor Orr's article, so. 100 bold predictions for the NFL 2023 season. Number three. Boom. Seems like a made up person. That's like an AI like. And then coming Connor. in at number 11, Sounds Ramondre fake. Stevenson will lead the NFL in rushing yards this year as well. Oh, so Connor <laughs> Orr is a Patriot. It's only. It's only two of the hundred bold predictions. Listen, it's bold prediction season. Does he work for Pat propaganda? Come on now. That's our friend Mike Dussault, formerly his website, divested himself of it. See, this is where I give you the positivity. I give you the hope and the I figured today's the day to sneak that in. Today's the day I got to, if you're in that kind of mood, I got to sneak that in real quick. I got to Take the positivity that I bring from the legitimate practice fields, the observations, and the mm-hmm. analysis of what Mac did and said. And why can't that be enough? Why does that have to turn into? Yeah, and oh, by I'm the way, the they're clean slate the season is now going to be hat and t-shirt season again. They're they're coming for the crown. They're going to take it. You they're going to take it. Happy. Us people are never happy. Isn't that rich is coming from enough. you of all people? It, it, it's just uh, amazing. Why can't you just be happy with what I saw? Mm-hmm. Taekwondo. I'm very happy with all like, of that. It's just it, what's it's the good. right day to enjoy ride that. the wave, to enjoy the momentum. June 1st, it's total clean slates. Listen, Andy, as far as being a Boston sports fan goes, and we appreciate people listening to Breaking Boston, where each and every day we try to feed your Boston sports super fandom, set the table, and give you a little bit of everything that you need to know to feed said fandom throughout the day. You may not have time for four hours of sports radio. We'll give you what you need to know in 20 minutes or less. This is where people want to find out that, yeah, good things are rolling again, that there is good vibes, that clean slate season means something. And also considering again, that it is June 1st, 2023, as far as I'm concerned, it can't get much worse for the Boston sports super fan than May did. Like our, our, the, the repeated kicks and punches to the veritable, uh, uh, sports ball sack, if you will, to the to the soul with the the Bru- from the Bruins all the way to the Celtics. Like May was something special. May was really May was some May was something well, else. It's um, nice to kind of like turn the page with a little positivity, if not even some visions of grandeur and delusion. Well, I will bring oh. a little negativity to the discussion if you um things think things can kind of rub off on each other uh jim montgomery was uh, on hand what for was the he OTA doing there bruins coach didn't, uh observing hanging out didn't he have didn't he have wasn't there to be a tea time in newton or at granite links that he could have been attending to well he's um like right. they all do the fraternity of boston coaches he's crossed paths with belichick before 
Um, and I'm sure he wanted to come down, observe, see how he organizes, learn, whatever. Um, I just, the way you said it, you know, the month of May mm. didn't really go great for Boston sports he teams. Was. Jim Montgomery was part of that. Um, I would have liked to have seen goalie Bob yeah. there because he makes all the important decisions. So I, I thought he could have learned something from Bill Belichick. Um, goalie Bob and Ernie Adams should be somewhere like talking to each other as the men behind the men. The yeah, men exactly. Really Ernie Adams, recent work. guest of the six rings and football things podcast as well, uh, was a highly, highly, highly successful version of himself. What was the famous story? Someone, uh, what was it? Uh, was it Art Modell running around? Because Ernie Adams and Bill Belichick basically worked together hand in hand for 50 years, all the way from prep school through college to into oh, yeah. the Cleveland Browns organization, Jets, Giants, and ultimately for over two decades, the Patriots. But uh, what was the old story that uh, Art Modell walked around with like a $10,000 check and said, I'll give someone $10,000 if they can tell me what the hell Ernie Adams does? Yep. <laughs> And, and there's different versions of that over the years. I can remember Lee yeah. Johnson, Patriots punter on like the 2000, 2001 team. He would literally say like, who is that guy and what does he do? He's always just standing behind us on the football field with his arms folded watching us. Like even players were like not sure how he fit in the whole process, what he did. But I think that was a healthy fear as well. Like he was an observer that kept, mm -hmm. we mentioned Andy Studebaker, the NFL PA observing OTAs. Ernie Adams was like that version for Belichick. Like his eyes were always on, his ears were always open, yes. and he was always a part of the process that players is it weren't players weren't quite sure. Is he with us? Is he against us? Should I be on my toes right now? And yes, yeah, he was truly yes, always like an extension toes. of Belichick's thinking. And that's sort of how he described his own job. Yep. When I asked him if he ever had a title, he told me he was yeah, a generalist. No. So yep. Adams. And and that, you know, and that gets into the idea that if you watch the field, there was a, an organization to this team that was very simple, mm -hmm. yet effective to open practices. Like there was no confusion of who was doing what or where or, oh, it's it's seven on seven time. But Matt Patricia's down with the linemen. So Joe Judge has to run the offense during seven on seven. But now Matt Patricia's back so he can run the offense with the linemen and the like. Nope. Bill O'Brien's show, Matt. Mac Jones taking all the reps. That's mm -hmm. another, you know, if you cared about those things or thought, oh, they're going to split reps. Nope. Mac Jones is QB one, as they say in the business. Um, Bill O'Brien mm -hmm. is OC one and the be all end all on that side of the ball. So that's my biggest takeaway. I don't know about 11 and six. I don't know about any of that crap, but for a first productive day in front of the media, um, they got their I's dotted and their T's crossed. And that and is exactly what direction. I think people need to know to put a smile on their face on the first day of June to feel good again that clean slate season is indeed here and it means something. Cut to a year ago when at the end of May, stories were leaking out of Foxborough about uh, player discord, confusion on the field. No one knew who was doing what, why there were two guys that were running one bad offense, a playbook that was being, quote, streamlined at the time that was actually found to be more confusing and confounding than ever before that really didn't need tinkering. Now, a year later, we should be excited about just this, just the simple things, the fundamentals, the Patriots, you know, we're, the Patriots are back. Okay. You know what it is? The Patriots actually have their act together again. And that should be the most exciting part. I think for the Pat super fans, the Foxborough faithful like myself, and beyond each and every morning we will set the table and give you what you need to know here on breaking boston give us a follow at fitzy gfy at jumbo hard of course at weei it's available there on the odyssey app 
and wherever your favorite and most awesome sports talking podcasts can be found. If you need a little bit more about the OTAs and what Andy Hart saw down there in Gillette on Wednesday, the final day of May, hop on over to the Six Rings and Football Things feed. We got a second leg of this here very podcast. If your cup runneth over at this point now and you're like, hey, you know what? I'm going to walk away. I'm good. Then thanks for listening to Breaking Boston. That's a good call. call. Even some of us are like, yeah, you know what? That's that's probably all we need to know. But you know what? You may want to need to know how the wide receivers looked. You may want to you may want to get a little bit more about Matthew Slater and some of the other people who, yeah, who was in attendance and who wasn't, and so much more. So we will continue the sports party, the football party. The pigskin party will roll on on six rings and football things, and we will talk to everyone on Breaking Boston tomorrow.